You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Welcome back to another episode of the Mayday Mayhem Podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And today, we are talking about the Audman Arbery case. And if you don't know who the Audman Arbery is, he's the young man that was um, chased down and killed by three men, three armed men. Excuse me, take a sip of my sweet tea. One being the... um, uh, duo father and son and the other duo well not duo but triple videotape the whole encounter now mr arbery he was actually jogging through the area and he went through the house you know i looked around it was a house that was open that everyone that jogged around that area knew and it was under construction but everyone went through there they have photos of children going through there people lovers going through there people jogging and getting a sip of water through their run now uh mr arbery was um 
attacked and killed while he was jogging. He was literally chased down and it's all on videotape. Like I said, we knew um, race was going to play uh, a definition in this. Like when this case first happened, I knew race was going to be a situation, but I didn't know race was going to be a situation to this extremity to where um the uh, what's this the um let me make sure i get it right y'all because I'm, I'm making sure going through my notes it was the uh attorney the defense attorney matter of fact the defense attorney did not want any more black y'all heard me get it right any more black um pastors and priests in there because it's intimidating the jury now mind you this was always going to be a race crime because it was um they've actually tried to op they've opened up a whole new law that has been closed for a minute in regards to this Aubrey case where he was hunted down and killed because of his race like racial discrimination this is something like they ain't had in a minute that they trying these motherfuckers with which they are guilty of because he was ultimately ran down chased because he was black and he did have a past with the um father which used to be a sheriff of that town and of course the son which is going to go ahead and go along with daddy and of course they had the little dumb friend that videotaped it and throughout this whole case with our almond arbery losing his life i've always wondered how many other people have this trio or duo duo done this to because they were very comfortable as chasing him down and running him down and killing him. And he had no weapons. When I say he had no weapons, all this boy had on was a t-shirt and a pair of jeans. I mean, a pair of shorts. And they tried to say that he was robbing areas in that town. And he didn't belong there due to what? The color of his skin. Which I have seen seems to be such... A fucking problem the color of the skin which we'll get into that in a whole new different time but let's get into what else this defense attorney said he said that um i he didn't want any um african-americans um like in the in the crowd because it's intimidating the jury he didn't want any black activists or anything like that Oh, I don't want any Jesse. I don't want Jesse Jackson or uh, Reverend Sharpton here. But see, the kicker was Jesse Jackson wasn't even there. And no one even knew Al Sharpton was in the in the audience. So now they're asking, of course, for a hundred. We want a hundred of them in here now. And the Lord and the judge said, yes, that's perfectly legal. This trial and this courtroom is open to everyone, no matter what race, what creed, what color. This place is open to everyone. And he didn't want any 
black pastors and they're saying it's intimidating the courtroom. But let's read this. Grout's actions have affected the campaign of intimidating against African-Americans throughout the trial. He helped cause the removal of all but one black potential juror, even though Burswick is a majority black, causing the judge to commit that there appears to be some intentional discrimination. Now, the judge even called the shit out. Grout complained that there are not enough white Bubba or Joe six packs in the jury. He has attempted to control the Aubrey's family action by restricting their unsupervised access to the media, suggesting the family should be issued a rebuke for speaking publicly and claiming national civil rights leaders support the family could be subject to sanctions, which is saying he doesn't think anyone should uphold or um, be on the Arby's family side, even though we know this is a clear racial issue on why Mr. Arby Arby was killed. Now, he moved to the black pastors from the courtroom, claiming they tend to intimidate the jury. Although he cites not a single example of any minister causing any disruption during the trial. Gross asserted in court, we do not want any more black pastors coming in here. He compared black ministers to white masks. So he feels as though no one should support the family of the victim because they're black. Now, had they been white, should it be white activists and white pastors in there? He would have no problem. I don't think that wouldn't be intimidating the, the jury. And, uh, but later on, he did apologize, but it's too late. Like if your mentality is thinking like that, and if you think that everyone in this area thinks like that, it's not hard to believe that what happened to Alderman Arbery hasn't happened to another young man or young woman before in that area. And just has never been found, caught up or sought out. Even the, um, the judge and the co-defendant lawyer described his comments as asinine, you know, irrepensible. It was terrible. It was poor conduct, especially for an attorney that knows that it's against the law, against the law to discriminate anyone from coming into a public courtroom. This is not a sealed courtroom with a, a minor or a child. This is a public courtroom with an adult, three adults to be exact, and three adults who happen to be white that ran down and brutally murdered and shot and killed a black man while he was jogging and actually video recorded it. That's the whole situation here. There is no, oh, well, it was self-defense. He had no weapon. He had no weapon. All he had on him was his persons, which is his t-shirt and his uh, shorts. He had no weapon and gym shoes. What is he going to do? Pull out a knife out of his gym shoe? Pull a gun from up under his, his loosely fitting shorts? P pull a taser from under his very, uh, very thin uh, shirt that he's running and jogging in? 
It, it was irrehensible. It really was. And it's poor conduct and poor taste as an attorney to even go this way, to even try to play that card, knowing that this whole trial is about three men that attacked and killed a black man that claimed that, oh, well, there were break-ins in here. But when you ask the people were there break-ins, they say no. There weren't any break-ins. And if there were break-ins, they showed break-ins of a white male, not a black male, breaking into homes and um, stealing items off of boats. Um, that was a white male. But he's trying to say, oh, it looks like a very light-skinned African-American. No, that was all the way a white man. And it wasn't Odman. Uh, Aubrey neither so this case is continuing to go on and it's going to be a hard case especially for the jurors because either way it goes it's going to have something to say of course they're guilty this was a hate crime they literally opened up the statue for a hate crime again here well, again, they're in Georgia. I'm here in Illinois, but they're in Georgia. But they literally have opened up a hate crime. So we will see what's going to happen because the case is continuing to go on and on and on. Not to mention, we have the Kyle Rittenhouse case where the jury is out for deliberation. I believe they're on their uh, third nor fourth day fourth day on deliberation for his case of whether he's guilty or innocent of killing two men and injuring one with the Jacob Blake riot that happened back here last year. And again, if you don't know who Jacob Blake was, he was um, shot in the back by a policeman and he was subsequently paralyzed and they actually handcuffed him to the bed after he was shot. Um, so it, it was a very big thing that happened in Kenosha. And so now they are on jury watch and we'll be waiting to see what the jury says in regards to that case. So stay tuned for both cases as we see what happened. Now, when we come back, I'm going to take a quick break. Did the motherfucking, who, who, who blew something up and out of space? And now they talking about shrapnel and shit is flying around. I told y'all this was going to happen. If you go back to my other podcast, I told y'all they had shit clanking around up there and some shit was going to go down. But then nobody want to believe me. But now it's happened. So stay tuned as we take a break. We'll be right back for the rest of the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I want to take this time to thank you for listening to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And you can not only catch me on Anchor FM, but you can catch me on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you have a streaming device, listen to your girl, Mayday Mayhem. And...
Hello, friends. I have a business opportunity that you can't refuse. Why don't you check out my two friends? They have a production company called Two Hitman Production, LLC. Check them out. They got everything you need for your production needs. Look them up. You need actors, they got them. You need writers, they got them. You need producers, they got them. Hit them up. Look for two Hitman Productions, LLC. It's ran by my homie Charlie Oxy and Matt Bear. Go holler at them. Hey, it's your girl, Mayday Mayhem M. And if you like what you're hearing and you want to check out more content that I have, why don't you check me out on www.maydaymayhem.com. Yes, child, they didn't get your girl her own little webpage. Ooh, child. So, yes, check me out at www.maydaymayhem.com. That's M A Y. D-A-Y-M-A-Y-H-A-I-M dot com. See y'all there. I would also like to take this time and thank all my sponsors and listeners support because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So I would like to say thank you and I love y'all. Let's keep going on with the show. And welcome back to the second half of the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem M. And today, now on our second half, did y'all know that Russia blew up a satellite and now it's making an issue for everything in space. Now y'all know the man I love to hate, Elon Musk. Y'all know I love to hate him. Elon, if you're listening, you know I love to hate you. Baby. Now y'all know he's seeing us. Uh, what's that? Uh, SpaceX. And they send the satellites up there and they send like 60 at a time. And he be popping them bitches off sometimes two, three, four, five, seven, eight, ten times a week. You know, like 15 times a day sometimes. I ain't lying. Look up. See, y'all motherfuckers be thinking I be playing. Y'all be thinking I be bullshitting. Let me look up. See, and I'm doing it while I'm talking to y'all. What you got to do is just push up SpaceX. That's going to tell you everything about his little punk ass. The Falcon 9, the Falcon Heavy, the Dragon, the Starship, the human spaceship flight, and the ride share. Like, how much this shit going to cost? Now, they actually have to even figure out how the fuck is y'all going to go to outer space and the toilets don't even work. That's one thing. The toilets don't even work in, um, in outer space. They literally had to declog the fucking toilet in outer space on Elon Musk shit. So I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, let's just take a look at this shit. 
Let's take a look at it. Now, they popping all them satellites and shit up there. Now, Russia blew up one of their own satellites. Now, don't get it twisted. It wasn't ours. Because, you know, if they would have blew up one hours, we would have had a whole bitch fit. It would have been going on. So, no. They blew up their own spacecraft as a test. But the test has debris spread about in space, which um, can pose a threat to the, um, the ISS space station that's up there in the stratosphere or whatever, because people be staying up in that bitch like six months at a time. So if some of that shrapnel actually punches through and harms the, um, Saddle the uh space station that could potentially put them in danger. So that's what they're talking about. It was an anti-satellite weapon test that left a cloud of debris in orbit that is threatening the International Space Station, other vital satellites. They said it some of this shrapnel could knock out some of our satellites that we allegedly use, you know, to power certain things and to connect with certain parts of the world. Um, early on November 15th, astronauts aboard the International Space Station received an unexpected director, directive. I'm sorry. Seek shelter in your docked spacecraft in case the catastrophic collision. The station was about to pass through a freshly created cloud of orbital debris that posed a significant risk to the space travelers on board. Four NASA astronauts who had just arrived last week were treated to their SpaceX Dragon capsule while Russia, two cosmonauts, and another NASA astronaut took cover in the Soyuz spacecraft. They stayed inside into these orbital lifeboats for about two hours, then repeat the exercise roughly 90 minutes later. As the station again passed through a new debris cloud, NASA has since canceled a handful of planned activities, warning that the schedule would be a, in a flux, which means that shit ain't going to happen. It is crazy a way to start a mission, Mission Control told the crew during the briefing. The U.S. State Department later confirmed that the debris endangering the space station was produced when Russia tested an anti-satellite, a ASAT, weapon that intentionally destroyed one of its own defunct satellites. The impact left behind hundreds of thousands of debris that now pose a risk to the ISS crew and other satellites in low Earth orbit. Even though we know they have this capability, we were shocked that they chose to test it as they did. Now, let's take a think about what they just said. Even though we knew they have this capability, we were shocked that they chose to test it that they, and they did as they did. The test shredded a satellite whose orbit intersected with the path of everything. So you knew they had this in, um, and they were able to, Kill a satellite. So now that we know Russia has the capability 
to actually strike out a satellite. That poses another question that I didn't know until right now. Do we have a capability to knock out a satellite if we had to, or to kill shot a satellite and spread it into hundreds and thousands of pieces the way Russia just did? Have we had this capability the whole time and never used it? Was this um, energy there and we just chose not to use it? Like, what's the whole stilo with this, with them able to knock out a whole satellite, not a half of one, not a piece of it, a whole satellite and knock it into hundreds and thousands of pieces. That is insane. And y'all knew they had the capability, but you didn't think that they was going to test it. I fuck that. That ain't no test. That's sending a message to me. That is sending a message to me. It really is. Like we can knock your shit out of the air and can't nothing you can do about it, but fly through the debris. It's people up there. What if they knock that shit and, and it shoot and shoot into something that's people aboard and not a satellite? What if the coordinates is off and it shoots something that's supposed to shoot a satellite and actually misses and hits the ISS and some weird type of space war type shit? And wait a minute. Ain't we got the motherfucking um, space force and shit? Shouldn't they be regulating that shit down here? Ain't we got space force? Somebody tell me. So ain't we got space force? Let's well, fuck that. We have a computer in front of us. We finna pull that shit up. What happened to space force? F-O-R. Should think it has a comedy for kids. <laughs> United States Space Force. Why the fuck ain't the sky is the limit? Why in the hell ain't they dealing with what the fuck Russia doing? Or are they dealing with Russia doing? Let's not forget now. Space Force and the U.S. Space Force, we are challenged every day to find new heights. Working with the space domain, our people launch rockets, keep satellites safe and operational and develop technology to defend our way of life on Earth throughout our interesting space. We protect the hopes and dreams of Americans in exploration while preparing for the 22nd century. When humankind asks, what if? The mission of Space Force is to be the answer. Guardians want it. And they're called guardians. Isn't that creepy? Like, they're called guardians. Guardians of space. Space is hard. Now, they out here in space dealing with satellites and shit. So, and if you go to their website, it's part of United States Air Force. And if you go to their website, it has all this on here. I went right onto their website with no problems of their career, their mission, their vision, their education, their lifestyle, how to join the process, uh, find the event. They have all this stuff ready and available on their website. So that means to tell me that y'all knew that these motherfuckers was playing with rockets. Is that why we have Space Force?
Will there be a actual war in space where motherfuckers is knocking out satellites? Because if they can shoot out a satellite, what's to stop them from shooting out a satellite that controls certain things that we have or that we're using? Or for us to do the same. I'm just saying. You just read the article from National Geographic. They just said that these motherfuckers knew that Rush could do it. And if they knew motherfucking Rush could do it, then they knew motherfucking Rush could do it. That means we could do it too. And they was just shocked. Oh, we were appalled that you did it when you did it. What? That's alarming to me. That's very, 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 very alarming to me. That means we got the same capability and we ain't let motherfuckers know. But now that Russia can has shown the world, not only shown the world that we can shoot a satellite. We shot our own shit, but just to show you, we could do it. A test. Mm, mm, mm. This shit done got real. What else you gonna shoot out? Out of there. Spaceships? Satellites? What other coordinates? Like I said, don't forget Elon Musk was pumping uh, satellites around the Earth. So he was knocking 60 of them bitches around the Earth up a whop. Every time he sent up uh, Skylink, he was not, it's called Skylink. He was sending up 60 satellites at a time. To where people didn't know what the fuck they was until they actually had to come out and tell the people that these are satellites that they are pushing around. So, I'm just saying, watch, pay attention to certain shit. And now all of a sudden, don't forget we have Jeff Bezos and them going in out of space. Want to take people to the stratosphere for 20 minutes, come back down. Elon Musk got people up in his little spaceship that the toilets don't work and coming back down. Now Russia can show you that we can knock out a satellite, even though it was our own, but we have the technology to do it. So that means we have the technology to do it too. But why would you want to kill and destroy your any satellite, period? Hmm. Just say, but think about it. Just think about it. We're gonna end our podcast today. Make sure y'all here next time. And if no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. And make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. And I will see you next time. But for real, watch these skies, yo. Watch these little little divots that they give in between these little shows that you watch because everything is in plain sight everything is in plain sight but until next time everyone stay safe stay healthy and i'll see y'all next time